Welcome to the latest edition of the Shukri Rights Podcast with your host, Shukri Rights. This episode is going to be audio only. There will be no video, and also there is no guest for this podcast. I decided I'm going to use my platform to be a source of venting today because if there was ever a time that I needed to absolutely vent, this would be the time. And also, warning to the audience that this may contain some uh, rather strong language, so please be aware. Thank you. So, baseball. Why do you choose pain? Can you honestly answer that question for me? Like, why do you consciously choose pain? It's like you enjoy causing pain to its fans, to its brand, to the sport. I don't get it. Like, I genuinely don't get it. This is supposed to be America's pastime. And unfortunately, what we're seeing is that this sport is becoming America's past in time. Analytics. Analytics in baseball can go fuck itself. And I mean that completely with the utmost sincerity. Analytics in baseball can go fuck itself because I have absolutely have had it. I've had it. Let me put this out there. For those who listen to my program, the radio program, the Know Your Right Show on 100.1 FM WBRS and the Shukri Right Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, you know that I have absolutely gone on tirades about baseball absolutely suffocating itself. I've done that time and time and time again. What motivated me to do this is is the fact that New York Mets starting pitcher Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in the sport right now, yes, I will put him ahead of Garrett Cole, but that's another discussion for another day. He went six innings, did not allow an earned run, had a spectacular outing for the New York Mets. Except one thing. The Mets took him out of the ballgame after the sixth inning, and the bullpen came in and did what it has done best over the last couple of years. Blow the game. And the Phillies went on to win that game. See, What bothers me is not the fact that the Phillies came back to win the game. That doesn't bother me. If anything, what truly bothers me is that baseball has continued to find ways to fuck itself. We have to use analytics as a source of making judgments and making making decisions like, I'm sorry, what happened to using your eyes, using your brain? I said this last October, and I'm going to say it again. Analytics is used as a guide, not used to make informed decisions. And what you've seen again from the New York Mets in their handling of Jacob DeGrom 
on opening day was the byproduct of a sport that continues to strangle itself. How does it strangle itself? By intentionally strapping on its neck a a freaking python. And for those who don't know what a python is, you may want to Google image it because me describing how large and how thick it is won't even do justice. It's not going to do justice at all. Now, can someone explain to me what exactly is the purpose of having analytics in baseball if it's ruin, ruining the sport? I'll wait. What's the real purpose of analytics in baseball? I like to know because at this point, I'm so fed up, it's not even funny. And the worst part about it is that I all I can do is laugh at Major League Baseball and literally say, congratulations, you fucked yourself, and now you're losing fans. You're not losing fans because of any other reason other than the fact that analytics is ruining the sport. But, of course, Commissioner Robert Gutless Manfred isn't going to do a damn thing about it because, frankly, all he cares about is the revenue and the money that he's getting in, whether it be at the turnstiles or from the TV deals that he's recently signed, both Fox, TBS, and as well as ESPN. That's all he cares about. He don't give a rat's ass about the fan and how the game is being consumed. He don't care about the fact that analytics is destroying baseball. He don't care about none of that. His actions have shown me exactly that. If anything, why do you think Theo Epstein, the former executive for the Chicago Cubs, left that position in Chicago to try to right the ship? Because baseball... And its analytics is destroying its own sport. And I have had it with these managers that are making decisions by numbers, by the book, and not trusting their baseball instincts. I hate what this sport has become. What I also hate is teams like the Tampa Bay Rays who pull Blake Snell out of game six of the 2020 World Series when you're up one nothing and you need to win that game to force a game seven, and yet you base your decision based on the numbers. Like I said earlier in this episode, baseball can go fuck itself for all I care about. Because I've had it. You're taking out a starting pitcher who has been dominating through six innings for what fucking reason? What reason? Well, the numbers say that he faces the line at the fourth time. Yo, shut the fuck up with that, please. Can you do me that favor, baseball? Because baseball does not understand that analytics, it may have a place, but it should not dominate the sport the way that it is now. I've had it. I hate that I'm watching baseball now and suddenly everything is analytic driven. What's the launch angle? What's the what's the miles per hour ball off the bat when he hits the bat or hits the ball? Are you fucking kidding me? Like seriously. 
Is it really that important? Me as a baseball fan, I don't give a flying fuck about launch angle. I don't give a fuck about fucking how hard the, 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 the player hits the ball. I don't care about that. That shit doesn't mean anything to me. You think an average 11, 12-year-old gives a damn about launch angle? Like, how do I make sure that I hit the ball at an acute angle so that we can get the most lift from that ball? Like, you really think they give a fuck? You can't even market your own fucking stars and you're worrying about analytics. Like, I'm so, so fed up. And games like Monday between the Mets and Phillies with Jacob DeGrom getting pulled out the sixth inning makes me sick. If I tune into a game and I want to watch a game because the best player in the sport at that position is playing in that game, let me enjoy what I see. Can he pitch? Can he throw? Can he hit? Can he cover ground? Can he make the catch? I don't give a rat's ass about how many miles per hour can he run or any of that stuff or BABIP. Like, baseball has made me so fucking sick, it's not even funny. It's absolutely disgusting how bad it has gotten. We're making decisions on starting pitchers getting pulled after a certain number of innings or pitchers thrown because, well, the numbers say, are you fucking kidding me? So we've got to a point now in, in the postseason where, oh, by the way, it's not about how good he looks. It's about what the numbers say. And it sure has carried over into the regular season. Great. Absolutely lovely. Because baseball needs an oversaturation of information just to alienate the fans because the fans don't care. And by the way, I meant that sarcastically. Congratulations, baseball. Way Way to keep fucking yourself over and pushing fans out the door. In fact, people like Don LaGreca of 98.7 ESPN, long-time fan of his, have had the chance to work with him when I was an intern at 98.7 ESPN in the fall of 2015. But my gosh, if you can't find a way, find a way to make the game fun, and I'm not talking about, you know, the promos with, with Aaron Judge or Mike Trout. I'm not talking about that. Make it simple for the fans. It's analytics bullshit has no place in the game. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. We are in such an interesting time in sports that right now we got hockey. Baseball is back. The NBA is on its last leg in terms of the regular season. Got about maybe 20-something games left in the regular season. Then you got the NBA playoffs that are coming up in about a month's time and so forth. I mean, you, you talk about Nirvana in sports right about now. And it's only going to get better because May, you have the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs as well. And then you still obviously have the continuation of baseball, which, by the way, is back 
for a full 162 game season after a, a much shortened 60 game season due to the in-game fighting that took place and as well as the pandemic that impacted the sport heavily as well. I want to just pose this question out there. Remember how a year ago, how horny we were for sports? Oh, I do. I fully do. Because it's interesting how a year ago, a year ago at this time, there was no sports at all, like none. Like... There was no hockey, there was no baseball, there was no basketball, nothing, nothing. I remember those days quite well, as a matter of fact. One thing that I remember most is there there was a day that I woke up and I was like, there's got to be something to watch. There has to be something to watch. Nope. There was nothing, nothing to watch. There's nothing to do. Like, what else am I supposed to do? And I remember just thinking, this is strange. I don't think we've ever been through anything like this before in our lifetime. We hadn't. The worst that we've gone is sports maybe being delayed, what, six days at most? Well, actually, rather, baseball being delayed six days shortly after 9-11. I remember, I remember that time quite well, as a matter of fact. Like... To put it into context for the younger audience that, that may not that may not even be old enough to remember this, which is amazing, that you have 20, 21 year olds, 22 year olds who may not have any sort of real memory of 9-11 at all. And I just want to say this real quick, that at that time, baseball and sports was so far from the priority. And so far from our minds, shortly after 9-11 had, had occurred, I remember our thought process, but we, we were just angry as a people. We were angry as a nation. And that we were hurting. We were trying to recover as many um, bodies as we possibly could from Ground Zero and as well as from the Pentagon and as well as um, in, in Pennsylvania, Western PA. That was the priority, not sports, but sports was put on pause. And even the the athletes, when they came back to return to play, they came out and admitted like years later in, in various different interviews that, um, especially baseball players, Major League Baseball was the first one to, to return because, remember, the NFL had postponed uh, week two and pushed it back a week. And I remember... I remember when baseball came back and the late Jack Buck, he read a poem, uh, the first carnal, carnal home game. This was September 17th, 2001. And I remember, um, I remember just thinking at the time and even now when I look back on it, like, wow, I, if this didn't feel strange, then I don't know what, what does it? And, and the one thing that I, that has stood out to me and when I think about it in, you know, in retrospect, in hindsight, is that it was precisely what we needed when we needed it. And I can't help but to be thankful and grateful for that at that time. But a year ago at this time, we had bigger problems. We had bigger problems than the than, than terrorist threat. <laughs> overseas or or even domestic 
it was this pandemic. And at that point, I remember a year ago, obviously the priority wasn't, it wasn't even to play sports. It was the priority was, was to like hunker down because we had no idea how bad things were about to get. And I remember, I remember a lot of things. But now, you fast forward a year later, here we are, the vaccine is here. Fans have begun to have started to be started to return um, back to the stadium, excuse me. And also, lest we, lest we should forget that we have three sports going on right now at the same time after there was zero last year. In fact, the other night, this was a Tuesday night. Tuesday night was the perfect, and I do mean perfect, night in Boston sports where there was three games going on at the same time. Three. You had the Sox game, which went to extras. You had the Bruins game, and you also had the Celtics game as well. And when I tell you that I I actually and honestly took time to watch all three games, I was basically going back and forth on the channels. I took full advantage. And I was saying, you know what? This is a beautiful problem, but it's not even a problem. It's a blessing. Because a year ago, (laughs) we weren't even sure we were going to have sports again. But to have the Bruins, Patriot, not that Bruins, uh, yeah, Bruins, Celtics, and Sox playing at the same time. Oh my, I couldn't get enough. I couldn't get enough. It's it's amazing just thinking about where we were as a country a year ago, and here we are now. I just wanted to at least bring that up and just bring that up to to attention because I thought it I thought it's worth talking about and if anything this has given me a greater sense of appreciation for yeah wow um wow yeah it's given me a, a greater sense of appreciation for uh for what we have currently at this point in time so, with that being said, you got the Bruins who could very well make the playoffs. The Sox, well, the season's still young. They've won, They've just swept the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Celtics, well, I mean, they, they have been an unmitigated disaster this season. Let's, there's no two ways about it, like, at all. So, yeah, so it's it's just... Something just to reflect on, something just to think about. That's going to be all for this edition of the Sugar Rights Podcast. I just needed to get that ran off my chest because I was just fucking mad. Like, absolutely fucking mad. But I got out of my chest, and I'm glad I did. Hope you enjoyed my little rant. And I'll talk to you again next time. Take care, everybody.